Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, Ashley, I missed you so much last week. I heard it was an incredible podcast, but we're back now with the Almost Famous Podcast. Would you like to reveal where you were last week? I would. Yeah, there's a lot okay. of articles getting ready to get out there. Not getting ready. They're already out there. Thinking that we filmed Bachelor in Paradise last week. In fact, that was not the case at all. I was celebrating my bachelor party. And uh, I did it alongside a few of my friends, some of which were from The Bachelor. Uh, your husband was there for a period of time. Yes, he was. There was Nick, and there was Dean, and there was Wells, and there was Blake. Those are are some people that just mean a ton to me as real friends in life. Uh, we got, it, you know, it was really great that it worked out uh, because everybody that uh, was in, like, that was able to go was able to get a vaccine ahead of time. We got two separate houses. We did a boat cruise. We played golf one day. Uh, one day we hung by the pool. Um, it was it was a really uh, special time for me. And this is how I wanted to do it, Ashley. Like, if I had it my way, my bachelor party would have been like uh, on a river, kind of fishing, sitting outside, just kind of hanging out, getting a good, good night's sleep, waking up early. But I really wanted some of these people to know just how much they meant to me. And so it meant a lot that I was able to get this many people together, able to get them uh, down to Cabo. And even though we had to stay separate, we were together so often. And I just wanted them to know that, hey, they've had a part of my life. Uh, I wanted them there to be celebrated alongside of me and that I was lucky to be able to share this life with them. If my voice sounds beat, it is because I didn't stop talking for like the last six days <laughs> right. and I am so tired of talking, but I am excited to be here. I missed you last week, um, but it was incredible. Uh, great weather, uh, great beaches and, uh, and, and a lot of memories made. What was your favorite part? If you had to choose one, if I had to choose one, yeah, my favorite part, you know, there's a couple, um, my dad unfortunately wasn't able to go. So my dad was supposed to go down with I know me. I he heard. is yeah, he's my best I'm man. So sorry. And um about a week and a half ago, he had another heart surgery. He was feeling super sick um when I was home last for my grandpa's funeral. And uh he ended up going to the doctor, going to the emergency room. They found ninety-five percent blockage in his arteries. And so no. Yeah. So he had another heart surgery and so he wasn't able to go. But my favorite he made a toast. He videoed a toast uh for the dinner um to me and it was just super special and then be able to ha be i mean so that was one special moment the other one i would say was we took a boat cruise mm -hmm. around cabo um it was great we like kind of parked the boat and swam and we, we tried to do as much stuff as we could outside as possible and this was an amazing thing to do because we we're in the ocean we we're swimming around and it had everybody like on this beach kind of like you know, people from 25 years old to 30, well, to, you know, 40, 45 years old, I guess. And everybody was like climbing the rocks and like building sandcastles and just like run around tackling each other into the water. And it was like, 
I don't know. It was just awesome to see these buddies of mine who I've done that with my whole life doing that as husbands and fathers and adults. Um, and then it was cool to actually, honestly, at one point, um, one of my longest friends was standing there. He's like, uh, how crazy has this been? He goes, look at your, like, look at who's here. So it was like my, my longest friend was there since I've known since I was four. Then you get my high school friends and you have my college friends. And then you have my friends that I've made from my like days at Talisis, which is the software company. And then you have my, uh, bachelor friends and the people I've met along the way there. So you have all these people from different, like seasons of my life in one place meeting each other for the first time a lot of them mm -mm. um and for me that was just it was sacred it was special and so i'm glad we got to do it i'm glad everybody was safe um you know we all we all got the covid test going down and coming back and and we were all very safe and that's makes it good because that would have just been you know horrific um and so we're all back healthy and like we all feel celebrated. It was also weird, Ashley. I don't know if you felt this way. Maybe somebody out there might might understand. I don't know how many times you've been around people. This is one of my first experiences around like people in mm -hmm. a while, like face to face. I'm very socially awkward right now, like very socially awkward. It's really hard for me to like carry a conversation in person. I feel like yes and no. I had one so more social event over yeah. the past month. I had like um, a skincare conference that I went to in Arizona. And that was the first event that I attended in a whole year, like over a year. Yeah. And I'll say, like, even as somebody who's, you know, I'm an extroverted introvert, um, I usually can feel pretty comfortable, like, in a crowd for, like, two hours, right? But then, like, once that two hour, like, once two full hours hits, I kind of get itching to leave. Um, and I started to feel that a little bit sooner, Yeah. just more, just more like, oh my God, um, I'm like, this is socializing is so much energy. Just it kind is. of realizing that because the only people that you've hung out with the past year have been like your very best friends, your family. And now like to even make small talk or to like catch up yeah. feels feels a little bit more exhausting, but I really think that this is me as an introvert, just kind of readapting. I'm sure extroverts are like, woohoo, they're thriving. Yeah. Well, and as like the country opens up, you know, we've been talking about COVID since the very beginning. I remember we had Travis Stork on to talk about when, you know, when it all started, but as the country opens up, like I've recognized that I have been in more social situations than I have been in the last year. And so I'm more tired than I have been in the last year. Yeah. Like I'm worn out. I'm exhausted. I'm like, I haven't mm -hmm. done anything different. And then I'm like, no, what it was, was you sat down and looked at somebody in the eyes and talked to him for two hours about stuff. And you weren't just on Zoom and you couldn't take your afternoon nap, maybe because you're out running around <laughs> like it's a it's going to it's a big change that's happening, you know, quickly in front of us. But yeah, so that's what we were doing. We weren't filming Bachelor in Paradise. That was a, a, a really interesting thing oh, to think. We have to go through this theory. So yeah. Cosmopolitan wrote an article about a theory uh -huh. about what was going down in Cabo. They said, theoretically, that Wells was the bartender. Yeah. Um, he kind of was. Ben, Jared, and Dean were brought in as guides to the contestants since they're all in happy relationships. Yeah. And then um, Nick would be the host of the show. It's interesting. Well, that theory's wrong. Um, <laughs> there's, there's no truth to it. It's an interesting thought. But no, we were just down there hanging out together um a couple buddies um fishing and swimming and doing that stuff uh, oh one more thing yeah. you 
you know how you had that, that really cool realization that you had so many people meeting and mingling yeah. and getting along from all different walks of life. And yeah. you're like, wow, like this is a rare moment. Yeah. Well, keep appreciating those rare moments because you get a couple of them leading up to your wedding. And like the wedding itself is the most amazing yeah. as far as that goes. And then when it's over, you're like, can we just do this every year? But right. you can't ever find an excuse for everybody to to come I know. you know take all that effort again. i want to appreciate it that's what i'm trying to do today i'm sitting there and i'm writing down I, I just wrote down a lot of the memories from the weekend and uh you know thinking through each and every man and what they've like how what kind of role they've played in my life and i i do want to appreciate it like that's my hope from this is that mm -hmm. i can like just be very thankful that one it happened when it did right when everybody yeah. like, this wasn't six months ago like we were able to yeah. do this and then uh the second is that like I get to share this life with these people. And yes, they're not all like me. They don't make the same decisions that I do. I don't make the same decisions they do, but they're like unique, the unique mix of personalities and belief systems and morals and values. Like they, they make me a better, more well-rounded well person. And I've learned from them in that. And uh, so it was awesome. Uh, but we're back this week. We've got a lot going on uh, in Bachelor Nation. Uh, it's a lot to talk about. We got a new trailer. Uh, from this upcoming season of The Bachelorette. And it features Caitlin and Tasha. So if anybody ever doubted it, yes, they were there. Yes, they did play a part <laughs> in this. Uh, but before we get there, Ashley, let's dive into Bachelor headlines. What do you think? Let's do it. You start from the top. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. 
And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was booted. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Gene. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First headline this week is Kayla Quinn reveals regrets regarding Bachelor in Paradise love triangle with, yes, my wonderful <laughs> host, Ashley Iconetti and Jared Havon. Oh, yes. Well, how about you read the quote since it's about me? I'd feel oh. awkward. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Whatever. Well, here, this is what uh, Kayla says. Uh, she says, I regret everything. I regret it all. I mean, that gave me the most anxiety in my life, and I won't lie, I went into depression after. It was like, not a good time. I regret most promising to Ashley that I'd never date Jared. This is what Kayla Quinn says, the 30-year-old who was on uh, our season of The Bachelor, I guess my season of The Bachelor, Bachelor season 20. Uh, she said this on Here for the Right Reasons podcast. She finishes with this, because if I never had made the promise, then we wouldn't have been in this predicament. At the same time, she did pressure me to make the promise very hard. Kayla Quinn ends with this. There is true happiness in this love story. She says they were meant to be. And you know what? To each their own. And I wish them the most happiness in their life. And so this whole thing, this triangle, this thing that we got to watch on TV and be entertained by, 
has now been concluded with happiness for both Kayla and Ashley and Jared. Ashley, any comments? Well, I definitely tried to gauge her interest in Jared before Paradise. And I said that it would hurt really badly if she did date him. Um, I really appreciate her statement here. Um, I'm certainly regretful and sorry for some of my behavior at that time as well. There was so much emotion and pressure that summer. It was just a painful time all around. And I'm sad to hear that she was so depressed afterward even. It does mean a lot to me, though, that she said what she did this week. And I'm sorry we had to go through all that drama. And I'm truly happy that she's doing well now and that she has found her soon-to-be husband. Well, Kayla Quinn, in addition to all this, recalls nearly being the Bachelorette in the same interview, here for the right reasons. She says, I tried on the dresses JoJo Fletcher ended up wearing. This according to us. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys knew, but Kayla was in the running for that season of The Bachelorette. And she said that they went to her hometown. They filmed all that stuff. She said it was kind of crazy because for six months, I don't know how that would be, but she said six months, they would fly her out to LA and do fittings and meetings and stuff like that. And she tried on a couple of dresses and gowns and Jojo ends up wearing them on her season. And she was like, that blue dress looks good on you, girl. I tried on the same sparkly gown. That sucks. Like that, that feels weird for you, you know? And she said it was a little, she says it was a little bizarre. And you look and watch somebody else and you're like, that's the life that I could have lived. Um, It's the kind of like when your ex moves on and gets married and you have this moment of pause where you're like, wow, I mean, I know I've moved on, but that could have been my life. So it's all sort of crazy. Well, it had to be difficult. It had to be an emotional seat time for her. I mean, we've seen it in the past where, you know, maybe on Caitlin Bristow's season, they had two bachelorettes and like one got sent home on that one. That would be emotional. Uh, And then with this one, it definitely would be as well. Uh, I just always feel like it's got to be so hard to be like that runner up for the lead spot. It's just like, I'd rather not be in the running Mm. than be the one that just missed it. Yeah. Cause you're kind of putting your life on hold for it. Well, uh, We have now moved on to many different seasons of The Bachelorette since then, but this season of The Bachelorette is coming up. Uh, We do have the extended uh, trailer for this season of The Bachelorette that was released. Before we talk about uh, Taysha and Caitlin Bristow's comments on this upcoming season, Ashley, what was your take on watching the trailer? So Katie looks amazing in night one. She looks so good in this red gown that she's Mm -hmm. in. So much better, you guys, in the promos that we've talked about in the past. Um, And then a couple standouts. There's a guy who shows up in a cat outfit. And he says, um, or she goes, you look perfect. And he's like, you stole my pun. So that's kind of cute. And then a guy walks in the door with a blow up sex toy doll. Um, so that I think is kind of a play on Katie showing up with a vibrator last season. Mm. Then we have two guys saying like cheersing to not being that guy. And then we have, um, we have somebody who arrives in a, in a box, like in a present. And then Katie looks astonished. She looks shocked as the top is lifted up. Anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, there's like some rub down with 
like the guy's shirtless and jeans with like cowboy hats on. And then we see uh, the beautiful Tasha and Caitlin Bristow there guiding her along the way. Well, the other comment you made to me uh, was just how good you thought these guys looked. Like you're like, these are good looking guys that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they looked gre- they look really good. Look spiffy. Yeah, very <laughs> spiffy. Well, uh, if you haven't watched the trailer yet, I'd recommend going out and watching it. It's exciting. Get you pumped up for this next season. Uh, but the two, are we calling them hosts? The two guides to this season, Tasha and Caitlin, mm-hmm. they have came out with comments. Tasha, especially, she says here, Tasha Adam teases how Katie Thurston's bachelorette journey will differ from past seasons. This, according to People. Okay, yeah. So Tasha says this on her podcast this week. I feel like there's definitely some things that take place in this season that I don't think have ever happened before. I think it was challenging and hard for her at times, and rightfully so, just like everybody. I feel like everybody's going to have a difficult time, and I think she tried her best. Hmm. Hmm. And then then Caitlin said, I always give the same advice to everyone that goes on the show, and that's basically not try to not try and control the narrative. Actually, that's really good advice. Um, interesting. I think Tasha's quote is it says kind of like a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just sounds like it does not go smoothly. I think she tried her best. Doesn't exactly feel like what we're used to when it comes to how the host or people talk about the lead. It's usually like wrapped around this like kind of story of goodness and how great they were or whatever. But this sounds like we could get some drama this season. This sounds like there may not be the happiest of endings Uh, that combined with the fact that they wrapped filming to at least a week early says something to me. Yeah, so we do have eyebrow. that confirmed. They did week uh, wrap filming a week earlier. You might have talked about it, but that that is something that's confirmed and just to be noted. So there's something going on now. Yeah. It it had to be. You know, we've gotten like behind the scenes from producers. Even we talked about a couple weeks ago. Like their comments even were how hard this season was. Just how different maybe it was. Not even hard, but just mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. It felt different. How how much it operated. I think in in a way. I'm now getting more excited to watch the difference just in, the, in, in like the intrigue of what in the world is this yeah. going to look like? Is that kind of weird? No, I'm okay. definitely curious, but mostly because it sounds like they didn't have an easy time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, is this going to be another really stressful season to watch? Like, is it not going to be enjoyable or hmm. I don't know, because we all know that like last season, I didn't think that production thought it was as hard as it was, but maybe it was just in hindsight. It was harder. Yeah, I think in hindsight, it was harder. Uh, well, speaking of last season, The Bachelor, Matt James explains getting back together with Rachel on CNN. This is a CNN article. Ashley, what is going on? So Matt says despite their very public breakup, uh, he and Rachel are now, of course, trying to make their relationship work, as we reported a couple weeks ago. Uh, He doesn't want to speak for Rachel, though. He says that she's um, doing what she can to be a more sensitive partner. He says, I think the best way to put it is that we can have critical conversations about being in this relationship and talk about what he needs in a partner. Um, He says that that those kind of conversations are especially important if the woman isn't black because she needs to understand what comes with him in his life. 
He also talked about his relationship with God within this relationship. He said, whenever my relationship with him gets off course, then I feel like everything in my life gets off course. And um, he also said this week, very revealing this interview with the Wall Street Journal. He said he didn't have sex during the fantasy suite dates. Yeah, it's interesting. That's really interesting. Especially for him to come out and say it. I mean, you know, we've had that happen many times before, but it's usually just not talked about at all. You know, just him talking and bringing religion and his faith into the season like he did. I'm not surprised to hear this, really, but I am surprised at how it was edited because it certainly made it seem like it got kind of steamy in there, right? It did, yeah. But I, but I but would they can say do that, any that season. they like, do that know. any season. I say they, they do that every season. And I've said this a zillion times on this podcast before. I do think that, like, I don't even think sex happens in 50% of fantasy suites, but they always make it seem like it does. Of course they do. That's part yeah. of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Ashley, um, moving on from Matt James and Katie Thurston, now on to some news going on in Bachelor Nation with some past contestants. We have something to celebrate. Bachelor in Paradise, Astrid and Kevin expecting a baby after a long journey with IVF. I'm so happy about this news. This is awesome. Yes, so Astrid news. and Kevin are having a baby via IVF. Uh, they said that they tried IUI. If you guys are, you know, kind of well-versed in the fertility world, IUI is is a step that's often taken before doing IVF. And she said that they did two cycles of that. And they did that of course before because IVF is so much more intrusive and they, um, they ended up having an eptopic pregnancy during one of those attempts, which ouch that, that hurts. Um, that is basically when the baby or the embryo implants into the fallopian tube and not the, the uterus. So that is, that's not an ideal situation. She said she ended up having to take medication to terminate that pregnancy. And then um, it pushed their whole trying back another two and a half months. She said that they spent a year trying and then realized that it wasn't working. And then they started IVF a week before Christmas. And then the next month, um, I, th I think that was that was the month she said uh, Kevin said that because it's such a private thing a lot of times people don't know what's going on behind closed doors and people are you know asking of course like how is it getting pregnant are you guys gonna have kids are you guys gonna have kids and you have no idea that these couples are going through what they're going through and as far as their wedding you know they said they just wanted to go through the IVF process because they knew it was like they were having challenges getting pregnant and they didn't want to put that off any further because COVID kept putting off their wedding. But this is such exciting news. I'm very, very, very happy for them. Kevin is, he loves children. He and his, he loves his nieces to pieces. And when we dated, he always talked about how much he wanted to be a father. And this is really awesome news for them. That it's huge. I mean, it is. We got to celebrate this. It's a it's a long journey. I was I was saying this the other day. I know many friends who have gone through this journey of trying to get pregnant. Um, we've heard about it and talked about it on the podcast many times. The people's struggles, but also joys when news like this come out. So we celebrate that here at the Almost Famous Podcast. Congratulations to uh, Kevin and Astrid. Now, Ashley, just a few more headlines. Uh, well, 
one year we're going to wrap up into or two headlines here we're going to wrap up into one uh peter weber says he's taking a breather from dating uh and at the same time he is closer than ever with his mom (laughs) one year after the bachelor did you wrap those together for sake of humor we'll wrap them together for sake of efficiency Okay, so Peter said this week to People Magazine that he's gone on his fair share of dates over the past couple years, and I think I can take a breather, he said. Uh, He's obsessed with living in New York. It's a new adventure every day. He says, my relationship with Kelly was probably one of the most amazing I've ever had. Um, And the breakup was really tough for us both. Breakups suck for everyone involved. They always just hurt. But having the opportunity to now have this fresh start, I'm in a new place in my life and I'm so happy right now. He says, looking back on the past two years, all I've been focused on is as a relationship. And now I'm taking a step back and I'm focused on myself and I want to improve myself and become a stronger man in so many ways. And this is the first time, uh, or the first time in a long time that he's, or maybe it's the first time ever <laughs> that he hasn't lived at home. Um, so he's 29 and he said that he lived at home for so long cause the cooking was <laughs> unreal. Thanks to his mom, Barbara. He also said that the process over the past couple of years has really made him realize that, you know, the person that you choose to marry, you're not just marrying that person that you're kind of marrying into a whole family. So it's very, it's a very big deal to him now that they share similar family values and, um, he's looking for a sweetheart, which is something that his mom and him both want him to find. That's sweet. Well, worse than Peter the best. Uh, big news, switching gears quite a bit. This is a story that we've been intrigued by for years, or at least I have. Yes, yes, me too. We've asked so many questions. We've made so many assumptions. We've never got an answer to it. But Bachelor's Becca Martinez finally tells the actual story of when she was reported missing in 2018. Now, Ashley, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, please give a brief rundown of what happened and then what actually happened during this disappearance. Okay. So do you guys remember that in the midst of Ari's season airing, I believe um, Becca Martinez was reported missing from her mother. Like there were actually signs out there with Becca's face on it, like missing person. And remember how, when it, Like she finally revealed where she was and like that she was okay. She said that she was living on a pot farm. Well, that's maybe not all that there was. She said that she, this is a quote, basically to make a very long story short, I was broke after The Bachelor and I had to quit my nanny jobs because, you know, she had to leave for the show for almost two months and I needed to make some quick cash. So I went with a new friend to work on a weed farm, trimming, trimming the weeds, the the, the weed <laughs> for a couple weeks. And then um, so that was that was true. Um, but then there was an incident with a bear. She said that she like accidentally hit a bear with her car during this time And um, she said that she felt really bad for not telling her parents where she was when she was on the weed farm. She said her parents were like traumatized. 
Um, and then she said that like once she heard that her parents were so nervous, she left the farm the next day. <laughs> it was a wild story. I mean, we wondered, we were, we were confused. Uh, there was a lot going on. I'm glad to finally have um, some clarity. I remember we, we, this wasn't far off from what we thought was happening, right? We thought she just kind of no. took a little trip. This was kind of where we were landing, but we just didn't have confirmation on that. So how do you say anything about it if you don't know? Um, we've done that before, and that never gets us anywhere good. So Becca Martinez has confirmed now. She did disappear, but as soon as her parents were worried about her, she came back home, and she is now living a happy life as a mother and as a business entrepreneur and as a leader and as a podcast host. She's doing a lot now. She's back and bigger than ever. Well, uh, somebody that won't be back uh, on a The Bachelor Happy Hour podcast is Rachel Lindsay. This week was the 100th, her 100th episode uh, of the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast that she co-hosted for years uh, with Becca Kufrin, or for a year, I guess, with Becca Kufrin. Yeah, two be years. Because it was about two years. No, was it? Yeah, it um, was, I think, summer 2019. Okay. Well, yeah. she's now stepping away, officially. And the quote is, she has a love-hate relationship with Bachelor Nation. She says mm -hmm. that in her final Bachelor, Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. Ashley, um, what's next for Rachel? Do we know? And then what's going to be the change-up on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast? Who's going to host well, it? Well, we... We don't know. Uh, Rachel said that we we do know that I have a love-hate relationship. And I'm thankful for the opportunity. It's been great. It's been so much fun. But all things come to an end. Good things come to an end. And I feel like certain things have run their course. And for me, I have run my course. I've been struggling. That's no secret. I'm definitely closing the door. But I'm not, like, locking it and throwing away the key. It's just I have to, for me, walk away. And yeah, it does lead to the question, who's going to be taking over, you think, for her? Is it Natasha? Could be. Could definitely be Natasha. A few times. Uh, she's already hosting the, you know, the one with uh, Joe and Tasha. I mean, who else would be out there right now? Um, I don't know, because Tasha's on happy. Tasha's on the other one. And maybe then... it's like a Katie Thurston. Maybe it's somebody. I was new. thinking Katie. I was thinking Katie too. Could come up. Yeah, well, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um Rachel Lindsay is stepping away. We'll be excited to see what she does next. I know this is. Uh, I mean, a she's got plenty. She does. You know, she's got, she's a got lot her book. She's got extra. She's got her other podcast, Higher Learning. Yeah. I think she's pretty busy. Yeah, she's pretty busy. So <laughs> she is stepping away. Well, final headline Tyler Cameron spotted holding hands with model Camilla Kendra. This happened in New York City. He is now getting public with his new fling. Yeah, um, apparently they've been seeing each other since January. Mm -hmm. That's when they were first spotted in New York City. Um, and just this week, he was spotted again with her in New York holding hands. So, uh, you know, um, his best friend, Matt, said that he's not going to be speaking upon the relationship status. Um, but it seems like they're a thing for sure. Ooh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Well, uh, Ashley, that's all the headlines we have. Let's take a break and we come back with the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo! 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. iHeart3D Audio. Hello. This segment is brought to you in iHeart 3D audio for maximum effect. Headphones are recommended. So basically, welcome to the segment of the Almost Famous podcast where Jared and I are sitting in our apartment. And the most 3D sound you may hear here is Lois barking. Hear, hear. Um, uh, I don't understand why this is going Jared on. Jared drinking, I don't slurping. Know. Well, I don't know why the, I'm a part of this podcast. Why is this going on the Almost Famous podcast group? Why can't this go on the Help I Suck a Dating one? Um, I'm sure mm. your time will come. But I'm for this segment, this. We, I feel left out. we thought that we would... Um, we would answer some fan questions that were sent in for you and I as a couple. We love questions because we can never come up with original content ourselves. I'm not joking about this. Oh, uh, we do. We love questions. It's um, also, we're very long-winded and annoying. So, you know, you Get are ready. the ones who asked. Buckle up. All right. What was the biggest argument you've had since you've gotten married? Since we've gotten married? That's actually a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either because the only fights that I can actually think of were before we were married. Yeah, and it was all about Bachelor in Paradise season three. One thousand percent. So we've gone over that though. Um. So since we've gotten married, probably moving nothing. stuff. It's just moving stuff, and that's not like fights. Those are like bickers, and those are like really small. But like Jared will get moody. And then I'll get annoyed because I'm OCD and I need everything to be super perfect. And when I say I'm OCD, like. I don't mean like, oh, I'm OCD. Like, no, guys, like, my medication is like uh, formulated so that to help people with OCD tendencies and anxiety. So it's like, I have some like real things here. So when. So you're diagnosed with OCD. You're not. Very mild. I wouldn't call it like, you know, some, it affects people's lives. I. Can you be diagnosed with OCD? Yeah. I like you know have to t- hold on doorknobs and light switches and finagle things like touch them five times and if I don't touch them five times right then I have to do it five times five and you don't even know that I do this stuff and it would no, be so embarrassing you do I mean like, certain you know, things you know at night like sometimes I'll touch my phone for like a solid five seconds yeah you have to count to five you do that yeah, you, you told you, me this before you know that I'm doing that though no I've never caught you doing it and what happens if I don't do it, quote, quote. I don't know. Something bad's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen to our family. Well, don't think that way. That's a terrible way that's to think. Like, that's just my brain is wired. You know, I once Tom Brady a couple of years ago, and <laughs> bring it back to the man himself, he doesn't believe in bad luck or anything like that. He broke a mirror and walked under a mirror. A mirror. Uh, a mirror. <laughs> Tom Brady, after throwing touchdown passes left and right for the New England Patriots, broke a mirror. 
Okay. Uh, but he broke a mirror, walked under a ladder, and he's like, guys, there's no such thing as bad luck. And he's won like three Super Bowls since. That's a good way to prove that it doesn't exist. I trust him. I mean, he's an anomaly, obviously. Did you guys hear that 3D sound of an email coming through my phone? I don't even know how this... What is 3D sound? Isn't so 3D... So this mic that we're using has three different mics in different directions. So it's like surround sound. Yeah, it's surround sound. So is that like, technically 3D? 3D, I think of... Surround sound audio. Like, surround... Yeah, I, 3D audio equals surround sound. When I think that of, makes sense. When I think of 3D, I think of the Terminator ride at Universal. I never went on that one. Yeah, you missed out. It's a good one. Is it there anymore? I don't think so. No, no, no. It, it got taken down a few years ago. Hey, while we were moving, you got gray in your beard. I know. You stressed did me you out see, quite a lot. You, did you know that? No. But Aww, I'm Aw, I did stress him out because, you know, I tell him where to put things and he has to nail them in. It's also, whenever I do something on my own, it's never good enough. So I don't make decisions but anymore. But babe. Okay, so this is, here's our fight. This is literally what we fight about. You just throw it up there. I don't just throw it up there. I I like it a certain way. You just you don't like it a certain way because then I tell you, hey, that doesn't exactly look right. And you guys, I brace it. I brace him for it. I'm like, Whatever. you're really gonna get annoyed at me, but it's just like I want to do it, some things. My like, I'm not even talking about the living room. Way, I'm not talking babe. about the bedroom. You don't it have a way. design eye. Like you, that's okay. Yeah. Not everything has to be perfect, especially yes, if it's why in my not? little. Why would we want things to be because all right? Because sometimes I like making decisions. And yes, my decisions may not be the same as yours, but it's not, you know, I no, still think it looks good. It's not. I, I lived without you for eight years, and um, I thought my room was always very well put together. My my apartments were always very well organized and looked very cute. nice. room was cute. It was nice. But, like, you guys, he loves negative space. Like, like you, he, like, doesn't. He's getting so annoyed at me right now. Well, you make it sound like I'm some sort of pig who has no idea no! what he's doing. No! You're very clean and organized. It's just when you hang things. It's truly when you hang things. See, this is one of the issues of our, in our marriage, though, is you can't let things go. I know. No, because I have obsessive compulsive disorder. I'm not going to... And you guys, it's very mild, okay? But it exists. So if I walk into that room and I see that you've put the photo up there with at least three inches of extra negative space, I'm going to just focus in on that. I'm going to focus, 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 focus. And you can't let it go. You can't yeah, be like, no, it looks good. but that good. is my thing. Like, that's just something you have to accept. That's fine, but don't... You have to accept that I'm just going to be annoyed by it. Fine, I guess I, I guess you'll be as annoyed an independent by it. human being. I want to be able to put things together as well, and it might not be to your exact perfection, but I think it looks nice. Yeah, but you know that when we have a house, like you can't just like do anything. Who's like, saying anything about a house? We've lived in two apartments together. I know. So I think I've is had, that the issue? Is like because you yes, think it's you think it's I've temporary. Million, he says this. This oh is God. what he says. What I've told you this a million times. I never tell you what to put up in the bedroom. I never tell you what to put up in the living room. I never tell you what to do with your glam room. Literally, the only thing I want is for like a little area of my own, but you just cannot let it go. Because it I, exists in my place. But that's still, that's actually quite rude. Because you're not letting me have any sense of independence. But Where I, Imagine me going into your glam room and being like, I don't like that. I, I think you should do this. And you're like, uh, this is my glam room. I love you. But let me have my glamour in the way I want. For example, yes, if I want a Superman poster over here and a Tom Brady thing over there and it's not exact, but I kind of like the way it looks. 
just be like, nope, it looks good. It's not like I'm putting things crooked up there or, you know, there's like one wall that's empty while the other wall has 52,000 things. I don't know. This is my only annoyance. I, I, you guys, you got us in the middle of moving and like hanging days. Okay. Yeah. So like we organized pretty much everything and now we're just hanging stuff. We're just trying to give you guys the best get, content as possible. This is where we get really frustrated with ourselves. And I know where you're, what you're saying, but I cannot accept it. I, because I'm it exists in my apartment and I will go in there and see it and it feels like there's a sense of not completeness and not perfection and that's fine I will accept that but you have to accept my your annoyance mood? towards your yeah, mood you're just gonna have to accept okay it. I will accept your annoyance toward it that you always yeah that's fine well because eventually the day is over and our hanging days are done and then we're back to normal and we're not annoyed at each other yeah but like if when we move into our house our permanent house one day you you acknowledge that everything does need to be like with now I'm changing my tune because you never let me have the opportunity to hang things on my own. <laughs> you guys, he nailed oh, I can't believe we're talking about this. He nailed oh my god, okay. So we had a task rabbit come the other day and I was out and he goes, I had them put the mount for the TV up. And I was like, oh, okay, did you put it in the center of the wall? And he was like, It yeah. was in the center of the wall. Yes, it was. And I was like, okay, perfect. It's in, in the center of the wall. It looks great. This is where the old TV was. It's going to be great. But then he didn't take into consideration that it needed to be d- completely centered with not the anyway, kitchen no, table. Anyway, no, what happened and was we the- ended up putting a kitchen table to the right side of that wall. So we were like, oh, no, we need to move the TV to the left. But then the and TV I'm- console... Um, it wasn't lining up, so he basically put it so that the TV console would be like one foot off from the center no, of the I did TV. Not. Yes, no. because then you would have what had the console where over of there? Of course not. We would have just moved the console. It wasn't the moving of the console. The, it was the moving the, of the they, bracket. If we put the console Why over to the about? right, it would have bumped into the kitchen table. We would have moved the kitchen table over to the what the hallway. No, we would have figured it out. It was more of the annoyance of like, yet again, I can never do anything on my own. It's He was annoyed like, because I was right about it. But that's my point. And my, my point is, <laughs> sure, you can have the TV, but then like you come into my, the, like the office slash man cave and you're like, no, 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 no. And it's like, you could, like, if you didn't tell me all those no's or like try to override my decisions in the, the office, the TV would not have annoyed me as much. But it's everything. Okay. Anyway, well, I guess digress. the bottom. I guess question. the bottom of the bottom line is, I would prefer just to deal with your mood for a couple days. Well, you're dealing with it. I know I am. See, and you could admit that you're annoyed instead of. What did I just say? You, I know, but earlier in the car, you were like, "I'm just my body's tired." No, seriously. I, I mean, I'm very tired today. It's not. I. My mellowness today had nothing to do with annoyance. Really? No, of course. When we had to move the bracket and I was annoyed, yes, that was from the annoyance. <laughs> so now we have two large holes in the wall. But you know what? Yeah, I would prefer... Oh, Good no. God. It's my mom. Um, I would prefer holes in the wall for a temporary period of time than it to be crooked or off-center. Okay, yeah. so we're going to move on to a lighter topic. Um, somebody said, who will be the mean parent and who will be the fun parent? I don't think either one of us are going to be mean parents. (laughs) I think they mean the disciplinarian. I feel as if I will be the disciplinarian. Yes, he will But I also feel uh, that I'll be the fun parent. 
I agree. I think you might be both extremes. Not that you're going to be extreme extreme, but like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're one or the other. I think you're just going to be consistently supportive and loving towards our children. No, thank you. Like I am with the Lois. Like you are with the Lois. So Jared is way more fun with Lois. I'm the fun parent with Lois. And he's way more disciplinary with her. And I am just constantly like, oh, if she messed up, if she like got mad and bit someone, I was like, mm. fun fact, guys, one time Lois bit Chris Harrison. Yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, it was a little <laughs> nick. It wasn't anything bad. I don't want you guys to think. No, that I she think he broke skin off. though. He did. She did. Yeah, she did. I mean, a little little baby thing, a little baby cut. Yeah, she's really bad when people like, come into was, her territory, and we he came into her hotel room of five days. Yeah, we were quarantining, and then she hadn't seen people for a few days, and there was a bunch of people that walked in at the same time, and one was Chris, and like she was like freaking out everybody, and then poor like Chris just like put his hand out. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, kind of like a yes, yes. Yeah, Here yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Just sniff me. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. All right, our last question, because we did spend so much time on the annoyance question, but I feel like a lot of people will be able to relate to that. We'll find out. We're just trying to give you guys good content. You know, if we're just <laughs> happy-go-lucky, how is that fun to listen it to? It isn't fun. We're being real, but honestly, like, we are so great and not annoyed at each other 96% of the time. Yeah, well, you, you caught us on a week where we're, there might have been a little noise. Well, it's just it's moving, and, and then we've been extremely busy. And do you guys hear that? I'm, you hear that three D sound from somebody trying to jack their engine outside? No, relax, buddy. You're in a Rhode Island neighborhood. You're in Rhode Island, okay. You're in Rhode Island, you're not impressing anybody. Do you pick sides when there's drama between your bachelor friends? Luckily, our core group of bachelor friends. Don't get dramatic. No, I can't remember one time where... No. There was a moment where we felt like we had to pick one or the other. Yeah. No. So that's good. And then for Ash and I, we don't... I I don't think we've ever been on an opposite side of an argument like that. Right. We don't really disagree when it comes to, like... Well... I mean, we certainly disagree, but we have... We have good conversations, and then we see each other's perspective, and sometimes you'll agree with me more, or sometimes I'll agree with you more. Yeah. It's fun having those conversations with you. Yeah, because we usually find common ground, and if not, they're all very respectful. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, so then, have you have you... You get that 3D sound, you hear that? Just see, like, they probably don't hear that at all. Probably not. And, like, nobody's hearing that, and you're bringing (laughs) it to And I'm like, zing, zing. Okay, last question. Do you have baby names picked out yet? Yeah, we have a boy name picked out, and it's like a full boy name. We're not saying it. Okay. We're never going to say it. Guys, I have had this name picked out since 2009. I felt like you had it picked out earlier than that. No, I wasn't creative enough. Um, but, so it's been 13 years. Wait, no, it hasn't. Wow, I'm a, I'm a dumbass. Well, 12 years. Okay, it's 12, 12, 12 years. I love the name, but it's for a boy. Jared thinks it's okay for a girl. I think it could be okay for a girl, too, but, like, no. everybody... Oh, no? Oh, you don't think that. You we're, did for a you, second. We're, no, we're literally on the opposite sides of the No, 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 at first you, you were okay it, with it. No, you said it was either a boy or a girl. Yeah. Firstborn, this is their name, and I 
thought, well, I like it better no, for a it's boy. Definitely better for a boy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've never said. No, you did early, early on. Early on, years ago. Uh, I don't think so. I think you were the one no. who said that it was boy or girl. I thought we switched. I don't know. Anyway, we anyway, have a name. Anyway, we have a name out. and we love it very, very much. Very much. I don't want anybody else to take it. I'm worried it's going to become a popular name. I doubt it. I don't know. Once we put it out there, then it's like the, the, how the fact Wells's name. We're not that influential. People, Jared, people started naming their kids Wells the year that Wells was on. Well, Wells is a unique Bachelor name. Paradise. That's pretty cool. And this is going to be a pr- kind of unique name that's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's hold our horses. I don't, I really get worried about this. I know. Wow. What worries I have, right? Talk about privilege. I'm worried about people are going to change, take my kid's name. Fair point. But we don't really have a girl's name picked out. No. Lois. It'll be fun to figure out. Lois Jr. Let's name our kid Lois Jr. Oh, sure. Head is on the wall. I know. Lois is watching. Oh, yeah. Lois is just sleeping, listening to mom and dad record on this 3D thing. All right. Well, we're going to hand it over to Ben and Jess now. Yeah. So where is this going? This is going on the Almost Famous Podcast This is this week's Almost Famous Podcast, Jared. You're on the podcast. What do you mean? This is like the podcast podcast? This is the podcast. Are you joking me? Nope. I would have done so much better had I known that. Oh, well, that means that you did a great job because you're super organic in yourself iHeart 3D Audio. Alright, Jess. What rules did you have for me at my bachelor party? Um, I actually pulled one of your friends aside, I think without you knowing. And I said I wanted you to have one night that you couldn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, was that the night I won the dance contest? Yeah, it was when you won the booty shaking contest. That's what you told me it was. I definitely think it was it. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. That was very sweet of you. Of course. What are we arguing about the most when it comes to wedding planning? Um. Gosh. I feel like we've been like pretty similar on everything. I guess maybe like. At the beginning, it was the size. Yeah. But now, I think we're just kind of on the same page. I think we are. We've yeah. had to work through, like, the size, uh, the music. Like, we've worked through all those things. But I, yeah. fe- I felt like we've done it well. Yeah, there's nothing that's been, like... No massive blow-ups. No. And, like, I think that we've heard each other out on everything, and it makes sense, so... Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of wanted the same thing, right? Like, we wanted yeah. this to be a party we didn't want it to be super fancy no we want it to be a celebration maybe your suit color yeah you you wanted a spring suit and our wedding's in the fall so we had to figure out the correct shade of gray that's right yeah that's that was a big deal yeah that was so tough i didn't think we're gonna make it through that one (laughs) by the way it's snowing out right now um it's may 10th and it's snowing in denver if you hear the windshield wipers going currently yeah. on a drive you can also hear my tears <laughs> um how well speaking of snow in may how did you decide to move to uh denver and not tennessee i drew the short straw <laughs> this is a great place i know i mean the real reason is my dad honestly encouraged us that it would be good for us to go out yeah. and not be near either of our families yeah so just for a bit yeah for a while and 
And we listen to anything Jay says. Yeah, he's he's ruler of all. But it really has been, I think it's been great for us so far. And I think it's been great for us in our first couple years of marriage. And I do love it here. It's just like, I just don't, I just don't understand. Yeah, you don't love the cold and you don't love the snow. And this year has by far been the most snow and most cold we've had of all time. I just feel like it's a lie. <laughs> At this point it might be. Yeah. Everyone just seems to be going about their merry way, and I feel like I want to crawl in a hole. <laughs> um, two more questions. Okay. What's one thing I don't know about you? And then I'll share one thing I don't know about you, or that you don't know about me. Um, ooh, one thing you don't know about me. I won the first grade spelling bee. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Wow. What was the last word? Cattle. Welcome well. to Tennessee. <laughs> the second place person spelled it C-A-D-D-L-E. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, but it's C-A-T-T-L-E. So, did still you, got it. Did you cry when you won? Oh, I was thrilled. I didn't cry. It was more just like my head grew four sizes bigger and I got to wear a sticker the whole day. This says I'm the winner? Yeah, it was a big bee. <laughs> uh, what's one thing you don't know about me? I would say that um, my sixth grade talent show, I placed second place because I did a duet to um, share with my buddy. Singing? Yeah, we were big share fans back then. Interesting. Yeah. You've heard me sing. Could you see me get in second place? Your voice has probably changed since then. Um, Okay, final question. Jessica, we're both off the hot seat here in a second. We're going to drive back home. We're going to get you warm. What is your favorite thing about me, and what is your least favorite thing about me? My favorite thing about you is your generosity and the way you exclude or the way you love people without exclusion you love everyone that you meet exactly the same and I just think it's such an admirable quality and you give without thinking twice about it and I love both of those things about you my least favorite thing about you is probably Oh, we got elk in the road. Where? Right there. Oh, I see them now. Um, my laser. Really oh, look at them. Big boys. Um, my least favorite thing about you is probably that you like to live in cold places. Hmm. I don't know if I like to live in cold places. It just so happens that I do live in one. Yeah. That's just top of mind right okay. now. Okay, yeah, as perfect. We're 14 inches of snow today. Yeah, that's a good point. Alright, my favorite thing about you is your desire to love people well. You have a lot of empathy and you have a lot of desire to help and not hurt 
So everything you do, I feel like, is done with the mindset the best you can of how can I help and then eliminating ways that you can hurt. It's, it's just true. I don't know how sweet it is. It's just like true. It's nice. Is it nice? Yeah. Oh. And then my least favorite thing about you is the amount of hair that you shed in the course of a day. I thought I had it under control. Um, it, it's found everywhere. And then when I say everywhere, everywhere. I went to play golf the other day and I picked up a club and there was a Jessica hair on one side. How do you know it wasn't a pin hair? It's about two foot long. You never know. You can have a straggler. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining us on our car ride tonight. This has been a lot of fun. This segment was brought to you in iHeart3D Audio. To experience more podcasts like this, search for iHeart3D Audio in the iHeartRadio app. There you go, hon. It's good. Never done that before. Ashley, another great episode. Thank you for asking about last week. Thank you for covering last week. Ashley, we have a big week ahead of us. In fact, we have an announcement for our four-year anniversary, which is this upcoming Monday. It's going to be massive. Yeah, hey, guys, actually, the true transparency, Ben and I don't even know what the, what the announcement is yet. Our producers are working behind the scenes, and they're going to surprise us, so we're even waiting with bated breath. Speaking of our producers, one of our beloved, yep. Becky, is... She's like retiring from us today. She's moving up in the iHeart family and we've been with her for the past year and she has been the best. She sends us the most thorough rundowns. She does her research so well and she's so kind and lovely to be around she's encouraging. Every week. Yeah. Supportive. She's going on to do great. She deserves it, right? I mean, we can't be sad for her that she's moving I up know. in life. Um it feels like a lot of people move up in life from us, which is a good thing. We want people to, <laughs> to far exceed anything we can do. But hey, we have made it four years, and people like Becky have helped us get there, which is, mm -hmm. is something extremely special and something that we don't take for granted, and we celebrate often. So thank you, Becky, for all the work thank that you've you, put Becky. in. Wish you the best. And uh, Ashley, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast with an announcement for our four-year anniversary. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. But until then, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See ya. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.